everyone. Welcome back to Book It, Vince, the wrestling dream match podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bennett. And with me, as always, is the notorious 187, Anthony Hall. <laughs> is 187 a specific area code that I was supposed to know for this? I don't uh, necessarily superstar? remember, but <laughs> this person is a legend on the indie scenes. Particular to the eastern side of the United States. Inspired many of your favorites. I simply do not know. Great matches with the likes of CM Punk, Daniel Bryan. Held the ROH title many times. Is it Samoa Joe? No. Oh. It is Homicide. Oh, Homicide. Cool. I very, don't know if very it's nice. Area code, but that's just, uh, yeah, it was a nickname for a while. Uh, it was uh, interesting. Our guest, our guest was uh, chomping at the bit because <laughs> they knew. They knew. But yes, we have a very special episode for you today um we have a special guest and we're just going to be booking a fun dream match here but before we get into that please if you like what we do here at unknown air and on book events follow the podcast on whatever platform you get your podcasts on uh, and come watch the video version on youtube also go and check out our brand new series AEWGM mode on our youtube mm-hmm. uh where me and anthony our rival general managers booking cross promotional AEW shows in the classic SmackDown versus Raw 2006 GM mode, <laughs> uh, with a completely custom roster. It's a lot of fun. So go check that team out. raw page uh, who is Marty's uh, raw promotion and team SmackDown which is, of course, my promotion. Uh, so, it has been a wild first couple weeks uh, with mm-hmm. some rules in place, some uh, very exciting stipulation matches, and also some shoddy finishes oh, on yeah. account of the <laughs> amazing uh, hey. people who made the game. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. So go check that out. You never know. So, Anthony, never know. let's get into it. We have a special guest. Yes. We're nearing 50 episodes, Marty. That's yes. very exciting, right? So uh, I'm Crazy. pulling out all the stops. I'm messaging all the people that I know so that we can get guests for our uh, episodes uh, leading up to 50 and for 50. And today, wow, I'm very excited to have this individual. He is an incredible comedian. He is a kayfabe commissioner of a promotion. He is a new father, a board game enthusiast, an all-around amazing guy, and one of the hosts of Sportsnet Aftermath, which covers uh, post-WWE events and uh, is a bit of a talk show where they chop it up about all things sports entertainment. Please welcome the charming, the delightful Nug Narge. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm fine. (laughs) <laughs> thank you for joining us man hey thanks uh, for having done, me this is great yeah we've done a couple of things over uh zoom uh through the pandemic and it is uh very very nice to uh see your face see that beard and uh, have you here to talk wrestling with us 
It's my favorite thing to do. I have friends that we specifically, I want to say exclusively only talk wrestling over text. Um, and we might not talk to each other for weeks at a time. And then um, something will happen on raw or on dynamite. And I'll get a text like, who the hell's this guy? Is this really happening? Like that stuff like that from friends. And I go, Oh yeah, man. Yeah. That's happening. Uh, that's really a thing. That's... So it's always fun. I have one lapsed fan of a friend who just, he's on the road doing a show. I can drop his name, you know, Katucci, you know, John Katucci from uh, the food oh, yeah. network. Yes. So he's bouncing all over the place, shooting his, I eat at this place show. And he <laughs> happened to be in Minnesota for the last AEW pay-per-view. And so he says, Hey, it looks like AEW's uh, in Minneapolis where I am. Should I see if I can get a ticket? And I was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. why don't you talk to one of the Canadian wrestlers and like see if you can get yeah, a free one for sure. Oh, so, but I don't funny. think he was going to do it. And then I remember I talked to RJ city, who's a pal RJ city. And I were talking about it. He goes, I love that. If he would show up at a Canadian event, there'd be a huge pop for Katucci, but not a, not a single no. pin, pinpoint drop of any kind of noise <laughs> at all in Minnesota. And I go, yeah, so, yeah, that makes sense though. That's so funny. So what I want to know is, did he go? Did John? I, I have go? I have no update, but Kachuchi oh, okay. was like, oh, yeah, maybe I'm gonna go. And I'm like, what do you mean? Just go. You're not doing anything. You're eating food, and then you wake up and you go to a new place and eat food. You can go to a wrestling event. <laughs> I love finding out random people that are wrestling fans like that. It's so oh, funny. This I I'm like the hub. I'm the I'm I've been a fan for a long, long time, and then all my friends that don't keep up on it, they know I still do. Yeah. So then I'll get a text like one of my friends, one of my oldest friends, I met her in grade five. She's got a young kid. And a couple of years ago, she was like, he's really into like 80s WWF on YouTube. And I go, well, go to a garage sale and get him a bunch of the old rubber yeah. dog toy wrestlers. He'll love those. And then she was like, oh, my God, he loves them. And then I was tracking some down for her in uh, Toronto. That's great. so cool. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, no, basically my and Anthony's relationship with wrestling is like he works a lot, so he doesn't watch most of it. So I'm the, I'm the one who like sits there and watch and goes through it. And then like I just send him a wall of text like, oh, my God, this just happened. Oh, no, like yeah. you won't believe this. <laughs> Look at this freaking thing <laughs> right now. I record yeah, everything and then catch up on it uh, while the baby's sleeping. So like oh, yeah. I, I like it's a three hour show and I fast forward through the whole thing, yep. which is probably the way to watch yeah. any of it. Yeah, <laughs> I think like before things started to relative, relatively return back to normalcy in terms of uh, pandemic world, I was watching so much wrestling because I had nothing else to do. And now that I'm working and things are kind of coming back, live comedy, of course, is coming back. So, you know, we're out doing shows and things like that. I'm like, oh, I can't just like not go out and do something because dynamite is on so i rely on marty and i rely on of course twitter and uh there's so Reddit much twitter twitter will put up it. all the highlights of the thing that yep. just happened and like yeah. raw raw will do the same thing and then a day later raw will have longer highlights of like half the match on twitter yeah. or on youtube uh so honestly if you can't catch up and you, or if you can't watch it and you can't record it kind of don't have to there's been many a pay-per-view that i'm like i don't need to watch this and i just catch up on twitter while i'm doing something else yeah exactly no there's a lot of filler that you don't that really doesn't need to be there on a lot of these shows also anthony live comedy's back 
<laughs> oh, did you hear? I know. I had no idea. It, I, it was somebody the other day said, can you imagine? I don't know if I want to go back and do a live comedy in front of 50 people. And I was like, 50 people? Who? who, who are, what are you, a superstar? Has improv ever been done in front of 50 people? Jesus Christ. You know, it's really quite strange that shows are coming back now. And like the all the houses are like pretty full because people have been just so hungry to get out there and do something. They're so desperate to do something. They'll watch an improv show. Yes, I didn't. Imp- I, pretty much all of the improv shows that I've been on have been like sold out with capacity limitations. I course. haven't done or, I haven't done one yet. Yeah, I haven't add. done one coming back from <laughs> a, with, with everything being back. I haven't done yeah. one yet. I have a really good excuse of having a baby at home and I should yeah, of stay course. home and deal with that. Yeah. But at some point I'm going to want to come back out. And, and then it's me going, is it, is it worth the effort? It was fine. I went and saw. I went and saw one of Anthony's shows, and it was it was a great time. And you could tell that everybody there was like, like feeling strange of like, oh man. But but at the same time, I think everybody felt a lot comfortable when the show started, and they could all just sit there and laugh and enjoy it and everything. So uh, it's it's interesting. It's definitely interesting from an audience perspective of like. I feel the same way about in. wrestling. It seems yeah. like mm. there's there's shows coming there. There's the Christmas WWE always comes up here around between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. And uh, it seems so weird to me that like, come get your tickets. And I'm like, no, like, I don't know if I'm ready. I'm barely ever ready to be in a room full of wrestling fans on a non pandemic day. <laughs> I don't know if like, are they the rule followers? Is that the group of people that is for sure going to wear yeah. their mask the whole time? Like, I don't know. Or, mm. or as Anthony always says to me, that's probably the smelliest room ever. <laughs> <sighs> well, I mean, it's just. It's I don't want to generalize, guys. I don't want to generalize. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to cast a wide blanket. I don't want to generalize about the wrestling fan, but I will say all of them are like that. If, <laughs> I was about to say, if you think we're talking about you, we're talking about you. hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> and, all right well, and like the thing is we can't all, we also can't shake that ourselves we're like we ourselves yeah. us three in this room we are smelly wrestling the, fans as well yeah, 100%. <laughs> in, this, in this virtual room in this virtual yeah. room <laughs> but at, at least that at least i don't have to sit here and smell you guys to have you guys smell my smell so no. i smell like uh, i smell like i smell like baby i smell like baby detergent and baby lotion and baby shampoo I just had I just scarfed down lunch, so I smell like Wendy's. But (laughs) let's get let's get into the meat of this. So before we started recording, we were kind of talking about what we wanted to do um, for this. And uh, normally uh, we either ask like we have an idea of what we want to do beforehand or we ask the guests if they have um, a dream match that they want to book specifically. but this time we kind of leaned into just immediately starting to talk about the WWE releases that have been happening lately and some of the not, not the ones, not the ones in October and not the ones in September and not the ones in August, <laughs> but the ones in December no. or no, November, November, November. releases. We'll yeah, talk yeah. about the December releases. When yeah, they happen. yeah when exactly. In, in like, a, is there going to be anyone weeks? left for the rumble? Like, will they have 30 guys? Uh, someone posted saying that there's officially less than 30 women on active in WWE <laughs> on mm. the main roster. A lot of calls so, from NXT guys. Yeah, and, yeah. and probably legends. <laughs> They'll shell out the money 
yeah for budget cuts to get some legends for the rumble but um yeah but we're always happy to see trish and always happy to see lita and always happy to see uh, tori wilson uh michelle mccool molly holly holly yeah (laughs) but uh yeah we just started talking about different people and you know it it does is sad but for us here on book events it is kind of also fun because you know we get to then go okay well where are some of these people going to go what could they do and booking a booking a uh brand new surprise in AEW or in impact is always fun and uh we started talking about hit row and sort of the drama behind their release and some uh, news and whatnot. But um, it immediately gave me the thought of, well, they already started beefing on Twitter. What if Hit Row showed up in AEW and took on the acclaimed? (laughs) (laughs) Already the road numbered. The acclaimed are outnumbered. But everybody loves the acclaimed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't say everybody loves hit row because, well apparently aj francis had a lot of heat backstage in nxt and it followed him to smackdown may have contributed to the release of him and when vince sees a big guy and he thinks he's the leader of the group uh then the whole group goes yeah you know, when they all get released so, so rough because out of everybody at least uh swerve well swerve will get work it's no, no swerve, question swerve's fine be, swerve will be fine be ridiculous not to sign swerve anywhere um uh and i feel uh the person i feel the most bad for is bfab because she only had one match and ever. uh did did you see that one match yeah i did i quite enjoyed it uh it was it was it was definitely you could tell it well I only watched two episodes of NXT 2.0 and then I immediately went, this is not for me, <laughs> but I so did back, enjoy back forever ago when there was an FCW before right. NXT, they had the group that was on TV on FCW was the group that was ready to go to the main roster. Right. It wasn't open mic night like it is now where people are getting up to just work out yeah. in the ring on TV and get TV practice. That's not what your no, televised yeah. product is for. You should have a group of people underneath, pardon me, who are working their way to get to television. Yeah. And so right now there is a group of people on NXT 2.0 that are not a hundred percent. That group is not a hundred percent perfect for TV. Yeah, exactly. No, I and even agree. some of those guys, like I guess Von Wagner is his name now. Yeah. <laughs> but he's already showed up as like standing beside Adam Pierce on SmackDown and they never said his name. They didn't They're say not, his name. They never said his name. He's just there. And he's <laughs> he, not going to go by Von Wagner on the main roster. Well, so these not. names that they're giving these people, these things that they're these ideas they're trying on 2.0 yeah. are just going to get chucked, which is honestly what happened anyway yeah when it's just you know triple h and Shawn michaels worked so hard to get these guys ready for nxt and then they get to the main roster and it's like oh yeah you were a cool dude on the main roster here's a hockey helmet yeah no it's it's <laughs> it's really sad to see how nxt has in my opinion like de-evolved from like what was slowly becoming like a good tv product to then now it is like basically training camp and what FCW used to be where yeah, it was, but you shouldn't air and, 
you shouldn't no. air people that aren't ready for TV. But the problem no. is they've gotten rid of so many people. Nobody's ready for TV. No, I said, like, honestly, do I care for the names? Do I care for the outfits? Do I care for anything they're doing? No. But Steiner's kid is going to go somewhere because he, oh, yeah. he's beef and yeah. he can mm. talk and he can work. They, he's a slab of clay that they can mold into whatever they want. Yeah. He did the he did the European tour with them. The WWE oh, yeah, yeah. went on the last European tour and Braun Breaker went with them. Yeah. There's you don't so get behind to him. do that unless you're on the on the radar of Vince. For sure. Mm-hmm. No, it's, so, it's it's really yeah. interesting the situation now. And it's like what what I'm when I said like I feel bad for her is because she did only have one match, and you could tell that both her and Electra Lopez were are very green, but it yes. was a great chance for them to actually show their stuff because I think Electra had only been that was her second or third match on NXT. Yeah. And who's the ring being, general for that match? Who's in charge of leading the way in that match? Uh, yeah, exactly. It's the referee. The answer is the referee, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> so it's it's Jeez. really interesting of like uh, that she only did get that one time and. It could have been showcased more and been I just feel bad because uh, she was starting to get very like they were getting popular and she was getting popular and and a great fit for that. And as soon as she went away, I, I immediately was like, this isn't right. Something bad's going to happen. And then they all got chucked. So mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it, 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 it will uh, hit row or whatever they're going to be called going to show up in AW. Probably not. Uh, or maybe some of them. Um, but what would happen if they did and what would happen between them and some of the tag teams within AEW? Obviously we want the acclaim because of the potential rap battles and matches yeah. and things like that. There's also the young bucks cause they had uh Twitter beef as well, which is interesting and funny. Um, but yeah, so we can just sort of Anthony, if you want to, how do you think it would start how should they show up uh where would it all begin hmm this is a really good question how do you debut people who are already sort of on the radar of the wrestling fans and especially initiate a feud that has already sort of begun in the digital space like what is the best way to build that so i think uh in the most cheesy way possible, they could trade freestyles <laughs> online uh, and basically send diss tracks to each other in a classic sort of rapid beef sort of way. But my thing is, I don't actually know if people in Hit Row are good rappers. <laughs> I'll say this. <laughs> AJ Francis uh, had releases stuff constantly the thing with uh, apple music now is you can just release stuff and if you, it's almost like your soundcloud if it works out and or it sounds good it'll go and if you're a name they'll say yes be on apple music so he's got albums albums uh plural yeah. on apple music and has been releasing rap stuff for a long time mm. uh swerve has been doing stuff for a long time uh ashanti the adonis or whatever his name's gonna be and beef have both <laughs> are have done stuff uh okay okay max caster of the acclaimed has done a mixtape this year 
Mm-hmm. Um, and at the I last mean, at the last AEW event, they did a live rap show. They've done a couple. Austin yeah. Gunn got up there. Yep. Uh, Billy Gunn's kid. Yeah, got he's up there doing and rapped. Well. And people were like, "He can rap," but no one said that about Max Caster. But if Max Caster, <laughs> Max Caster seems to come out and rap like John Cena, where it's just um, uh, <laughs> rhyming couplets yeah, in iambic true. pentameter with like yeah. "bitch" at the end. And so, <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's how you. The, that's by the way, audience, "bitch" is the Q word for you to go. Whoa! <laughs> I think both. Both shows should have a bitch jar. And every time you say it, you got to put money in it. Oh, well, that gives me a very, very fun idea for them eventually somewhere down the line in this feud to have a uh, traditional rap battle, but have the bitch jar in the middle of the ring. And and there's a briefcase full of money. And whoever uh, has the least amount of money at the end of the rap battle um loses it's cutthroat <laughs> kitchen but with rapping yes. and saying the word bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah they just continue to add different words uh with like little post-it notes or a digital graphic oh, God, i think it's so say. funny one of them sitting back there with a thesaurus what's a different word for bitch um it's like tony khan comes out with like here are the rules of the rap battle what you can say what you can't say it's like all this like official like tnt like disclaimer stuff like you can't say yeah. this and if you do that you have to put a mu- you have to put money well, in the swear didn't jar he, didn't get cast didn't caster get cut for a while from tv because he said something he shouldn't have yeah yes. that whole oh boy Ooh. but Ooh. but hey I'm did gl- he did he play the hits for the audience? Did he speak to the audience they have and make them entertained? Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. That says a lot about the audience. Yeah. But it also like use your head. That's not the stuff you should be saying. And yeah, exactly. so uh, especially now that you're on TV, you want to do that on in an indie show where no one knows who you are. You can say whatever you want. You can do whatever you want in an indie show. Yeah. And no one's really going to come down on you. But you're on TV now and there are advertisers to deal with. And you said something untoward. The well, the other the the thing too is that specific incident. It was actually on dark, so it was on YouTube. Yeah, and, but still, it was like, uh, what then? I think, and you know, it's it's hard to gauge what exactly when something happens like that, and someone like Tony Khan, who is a PR machine, comes out and says like, so I didn't know what Caster was gonna say. I don't cut. I don't write. I don't do anything with dark except you know go through the matches and go okay that's all good that's falling in line with what we're doing and he said now i am going to although he said i'm going to like edit uh dark and elevation and everybody thought oh what are you gonna do sit in the editing room do it it's like no he's just gonna run through the thing and go let me look at your promo okay that's good okay change this yeah sweet you know we've often said with aew there's a lot of the inmates running the asylum Mm -hmm. and I think I while I while I watch everything, I think AEW could do with somebody as like, you know, how an improv team has a coach, <laughs> just somebody back mm. there to go. Let's take this nine minute promo down to five. Let's mm-hmm. let's make sure we hit the points we're supposed to be hitting. I'm not telling you what to say, but what you've just said is we need to massage that. We need to kind of rearrange what you're saying to make it make more sense, make it tight and make it sound professional. And a lot of the stuff you see on dark and some of the stuff you see on dynamite or rampage 
is just rambly crap from guys that don't know how to do that yet. Yeah. They're, they're, or don't have the experience to do that on TV. No. And again, if you don't have the experience to do that on TV, don't do it on TV. Mm-hmm. You're but showing that, you're showing you're not ready. I think Caster definitely got reined in. And I think since then he's done great with sure. concise stuff. I mean, it the the <laughs> whenever it comes to uh, a heel in a different town, let's see, what do we make fun of? We make fun of their sports. <laughs> oh, this is classic. We make, we make fun of their their politicians. <laughs> yeah. Any crazy thing happening? Although I did love what was it? It was one of the last ones. I think it was when Bowens faced Brian and Caster came out and called out Laurinaitis. I was like, okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> I love, by the way, I love that the most heat you can get in AEW is re- referencing the other company at all. And they do it all yeah. the time mm-hmm. in a million different ways. And I'll be damned if WWE mentions them even a little bit. Yeah. But it's hilarious. It is really funny. It's kind For- of like, big time little brother syndrome right now is like you can tell that the little brother is getting stronger and he's starting to be able to stand up to big brother but what he really wants is the attention from big brother every day all the time to just for big brother just be like oh maybe you could beat me but will that ever happen (laughs) i don't know It's a it's a very weird situation because I don't understand the fighting. I don't understand fans. I don't understand the fans fighting. Oh, no, it's it right. doesn't make any sense to me because well, it, it's like when people get mad about Marvel movies being different from Marvel comics. And I'm like, it's all fictional. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> every 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 like uh, I don't know how to describe it interwar of a specific genre or thing has always been weird. It's like Marvel versus DC. It's like, yeah, they're different, but it's all superheroes. Like, who cares? Or then Xbox versus PlayStation. It's like, it's all video games. Like, (laughs) it's always the same. Play play what you want and who cares? You don't need to fly the flag. Yeah, exactly. And, And I'm sure like everything you love, there's still stuff about that thing you love that isn't the best. Yeah. You know, like I like Anthony mentioned, I love board games. I love board games. There is a wealth of all of the same kind of game with a different theme slapped on it. This one's birds, but this one's dogs, but this one's cats. (laughs) I have one. I don't need the next three. (laughs) Yeah. But if you come up with a new game, like a new kind of mechanic and a new thing, then I'm very interested or a combination of a couple of things. I'm very interested. But to just see the same stuff over and over and over and over and over, which is also the problem with wrestling, seeing the same things over and over again. Mm. You want something new. You want something fresh. And that's where you see something like the acclaimed is kind of a rehash of every rapping white dude or every rapping man on a mission. Let's go back to man mm-hmm. on a mission. Like it's just this rapping team whose gimmick is one of us raps. So now <laughs> here's hit row who are, like, is Max Caster a legitimate recording artist? He has one mixtape out there. I don't know. But here's Hit Row. They made a record label while yeah. they were working together at NXT, have released albums on that record label outside of WWE because when you're in NXT, you can get away with murder. You can have a Twitch channel. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get to the main roster and you have all this other stuff going on that's doing well for you. 
And then you are now under the umbrella of you can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Where do you, what do you want to do? Is it worth the, like the, the passion project worth letting go of the wrestling or do you let go of the passion project to do the wrestling, the wrestling, yeah. which people are getting let go from and people aren't having fun doing. And that other house across the street, everybody has fun and can still do that <laughs> stuff on the side. Yeah, that's mm. that per, personally, it's when it comes down to like the trick thing is that there's people in WWE that I still want to follow and I still want to support. And it's like, exactly. if you enjoy a specific wrestler support, try to figure out how you can support them directly yes. or buy their merch or things like that. And that's the one thing is like with AEW is like it makes me happy because all these people can do the things that they want to do and wrestle instead of having yeah. to pick and choose but that's that that's i think what we're one of those things renee said when she left was like yeah. now that i'm not there it, every time every day she would get emails offering like do you want to do this do you want to do this and she goes yeah but i have to ask mom and dad if it's okay yeah now she doesn't <laughs> have to ask mom and dad anymore i think essentially what we're talking about here too is great fuel for the fire that would be whatever the rap battle or yeah. uh or uh what the heck is it anthony what's it called when it's a rap battle, but it's oh, a cipher. That's what it is. He found it. Yeah, he I was like a cipher. <laughs> yes. Uh, between whatever hit row will become. And uh, they, yeah, that's that's a tricky thing is what do you hit row was such a good name. I do not such know a good name because it's hit row records. It makes sense because there yeah. was hit row records for a long time. So it's like, what could they be? What could their name be? Swerve will probably just be well. He's just swerve, and then it'll just it'll be swerve. It'll be Shane Strickland again. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know about the others. <laughs> well, here's the thing: Ashanti the Adonis was a terrible name. It's so much. It's <laughs> that's, so much. That's that's where there are, <laughs> that's where there are wrestler names where they take like their last name or take like a part of their name away, and it's like riddle it's like well matt real was not that hard to say <laughs> no it really wasn't <laughs> or or mustafa ali it's not that hard to say you didn't have to just call him ali but Ashanti uh, sorry, the adonis is like I, be- I believe you're talking about mustafa ali mustafa ali yes uh but, but <laughs> it's like ashanti the adonis like that's a mouthful that's way too <laughs> it's too much <laughs> but that, that, you can't clap chant Ashante the Adonis, like it doesn't. <laughs> you can't yeah. chant. It's not three syllables. Uh, that should really be the NXT naming rule: is every time it? a new, yeah, like <laughs> trainee comes up and they have to give them a name for 2.0, they have to pass the clap well, chant rule. Yes. Well, sadly, <laughs> then Von Wagner works because it'd be Von Wagner, Von Wagner. <laughs> yeah, or let's so, go, Von. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Let's go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Oh I my think, goodness. I think then you know, it's like how do you introduce these people into AEW? I mean, what I immediately just think of is what would be a bigger impact than the acclaim come out and do their intro and everything and then all of a sudden you just hear a voice on a microphone and out from the crowd comes <laughs> hit row. <laughs> maybe in wherever they're from i'm not too sure exactly where uh where swerve or the rest of them are from if they're all around the same place or if it's francis like is a Mar- he's a maryland boy he went to college with the he was a terrapin yeah for played football mm. for the ter- terrible terrapins of maryland so baltimore would be a great place to do it 
Um, mm-hmm. Oh, but but do you, like I, I think, yeah, you debut them against the acclaim, but yeah. that's not the marquee match. I right. think the marquee match is the Young Bucks. So, oh, yeah, for sure. How do you go from the acclaimed to then work your way through the tags to get to the Young Bucks? You can't do it right away. You can't pull the trigger right away. You got to build to that kind of thing. It definitely it definitely would start as the acclaimed is the introductory and you have them spar off and they brawl and everything. And then you build like a few week promo of like, I think them having a match and then going into this rap battle that we talked about. Diss tracks. Um, you do diss tracks every yeah, week, yeah. but only one. You do the acclaimed as a diss track mm-hmm. and then hit row, whatever they're called. Uh, does it but you alternate it for weeks and like a b c d and then yeah, that's great you get to uh something in the ring mm-hmm. maybe it's one maybe it's only one of them like we could drag this out forever yeah <laughs> oh yeah you could for sure and then you got to get austin gunn involved <laughs> well yeah i think like you said earlier nug like where immediately hit row has a numbers advantage because their faction is already so much larger than just two dudes. You got to get the, the guns in there. You got to yes. get them all to, to back up the acclaimed like hashtag the ass boys. <laughs> oh. Hashtag ass boys. <laughs> Billy ass and the ass boys. Yeah. The young asses. The accla- yeah. The- the young asses featuring the acclaimed, the acclaimed yeah. featuring the young asses. It uh, it writes itself. It would be it would be really awesome to have, of course, that that big event for Dynamite where it is like the cipher with our special uh, bitch jar, and it's the young asses and the acclaimed against Hit Row, and they're going off the dome, rapping about different things, and uh, they use the Titan Tron to like bring up different topics so it's like that's the challenge is whenever they're in their verses it's like okay now this time hit row has to incorporate these words into their freestyle Anthony, and then, are you making yeah. them play an improv game yes oh, <laughs> so this is a common theme this is a common theme on the podcast is anthony will come up with a very simple idea and then figure out how to make it like with 15 rules and yes. and 20 different instances and you got to ring it in of like, okay, so what's the core of what you're trying to plan here? The, the core of basically <laughs> this game is it's an improv game that is like sentences or lines from a box or That's lines all it from is. a hat yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's a rap battle instead of just a traditional scene and to overbook <laughs> it because of course this is book it Vince the podcast but you gotta overbook it's gotta be overproduced it's overbook <laughs> it Vince when whenever we're talking and I think the briefcases of money and the the jar where if you say any words that are uh, potential uh, dangers to the censors uh, or every time you get bleeped you have to put money in the jar and at the end of the event whoever has the most money left in their briefcase wins the battle so and during this during this cipher, it's you're playing sentences and you're pulling stuff out of the jar, right? You have to work this into your rap. You have to work this into your rap. During that, one of the guys from Hit Row, I'm looking up other uh, rap album rap labels to give them a new name. And I, <laughs> while I like while I like Def Jam, I'm going to call them Def Row, so it sounds like Death Row, oh, but it's Def Row. That's so, so Def clever. Row. Like one that, of the yeah. guys I'm going to call Ashanti the Adonis, who I'm just going to call Adonis. Adonis, yeah. while the rap is happening, sneaks over and drops 
like words on the page that are like orange and purple and month and silver and like the other things that rhyme with nothing so that when they pull it out the acclaimed can't rhyme and they're like oh you're not real good at this boo yeah and then like they so they <laughs> we we kayfabe the jar like we've rigged the jar with like we put the words in it oh no this oh, is yeah. purple fuck nothing rhymes with purple that's brilliant and i think <laughs> something something to make the the money matter is that I think the following week we possibly hear from uh, Tony Schiavone or it's come down from Tony Khan that hit row and or death row and <laughs> the F row uh, F row and the acclaimed um, are now going to be in a sh- like a street fight, but they have to spend the money in the briefcase to buy weapons. So whoever has more money. <laughs> gets an innate advantage in the street fight the fingers it's, means the money so it's i actually love that i love i like ridiculously yeah, love you guys that. are it's welcome so to have a street fight but whatever money you have left you can actually buy weapons from the store over here and it's manned by like yeah. terry funk and he's yep. just selling oh, yeah. weapons That'd yeah exactly uh it's a it's a good opportunity to get a legends cameo in there we've got maybe some two by fours uh you know it's beautiful it's it's this uh thing that we're working towards there's no like immediate stakes to for them to you know uh beat each other up but like i think for the fun of it oh. like there's no titles on the line at the moment or anything like that but it's it's, it's great of, right now i just thought of a great moment if it was like mick foley Sure. The booth. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a Mr. Socko that you can buy. And like Anthony Bowens like walks over and he, he points he's like, I want the Socko. And and then uh, he like reveals the price of it. And <laughs> Bowens like tries to like like uh, barter with them and everything. And it's not fully for sale. Takes, fully yeah, takes not off for the, sale. Takes off the sock and he's like, Oh, you want this? And then he just puts it on and takes out Bowens. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and that would be a, a really funny nod to <laughs> WWE's hidden treasures as well. If, of course, Top ah. Dollar walks in and he's like, and and Bones is like, oh, I'm going to just call Big Money. Yeah, Big Money. Even though money. Big Money yeah. Matt, Big Money Matt Hardy's up there now, yeah, I'm yeah. going to call just him Big Money. Yeah. So if uh, <laughs> if if Big Money sees what's going on, he he's marveling at all these things. It's a it's a cool little nod to. Uh, a show that I actually really did like watching. Did I'm like not going to lie. Uh, it was great. I remember I watched yeah. it with my wife. Like she, she's not a huge wrestling fan, but she was like, oh, this is interesting stuff. And then the the deeper you went into the show, you were like, she was like, are Beefcake and Valentine legends? And I go, yeah. yeah. Like I have to yeah. a little high pitch. Yeah, it got like, oh, these guys were tag team champions. I'm like, a lot of people were tag team champions. <laughs> like, I don't know if these are the guys you want to chase. <laughs> no yeah and you could have you could have a uh, big money like pay off mcfoley <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> he's the leader right he, the big guy's the leader oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i think i think you let uh adonis and big money and fab you let them deal with the acclaim they're affiliated with swerve but you let swerve right. go out there and like they can talk i'll wrestle i'll get in the ring i'll take care of stuff and as this is all going on you can have other things happen because the acclaimed yeah. are just two dudes. You can have Swerve fight all the members of the gun club. You can have Swerve fight half oh, the yeah. roster and just work his way up into that. Is is Swerve main event or is he mid? 
I think I think right now in his career is mid. Yeah, but, which, and, which is and, fine. And make your name MJF, in the mid, and then move up. Not the MJF mid. No, no. Max, stop trying to get make mid happen. Okay, <laughs> stop trying to make mid a thing. <laughs> not 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 millennial mid or no. sorry zoomer mid um mid card we're talking about mid card wrestling lingo and mid card. So. middle of the card mid, middle of the card where uh, everybody starts at some point in their career that's you right. are middle of the card you're that intercontinental u.s title pack yeah and i think yeah i think i think he would be perfect fit in there to face people like sammy darby mjf like that whole crew of crew of dudes that are like on the up and up Dante um, now Lee Moriarty. Great, great pack of guys. So you yeah. don't think MGAF is main? Um, Cause they, per- like they present him like he's main. I think they got sure. him fighting CM Punk. I think that he was like, he was, mid and then started to get to main and then fell back to like upper mid and is now on his way back up to i honestly thought he fell back to i thought he was on his way up after the jericho stuff and then fought darby and i was like i don't know what this is i don't understand i think they'd love darby to be up there and he's super popular but i don't see darby going after the main title yet no no but i could see mjf taking it off a page Mm-hmm. I see. I see that the what they're you know the four pillars as like the upper mid card, like just about there. But I think that they need a lot more, you know, time to yeah. build into that main card, yeah. main event spot. And I think and now with MJF and Punk, that's going to be a big thing. <laughs> I think it was more they use MJF as like a great heel to like see the reaction to Brian Pillman to then have this like. You know, building the oh, MJF has faced all of the four pillars ex- or has beaten Sammy, has beaten Jungle Boy, hasn't beaten Darby yet. So it's just like a checklist sort of thing. But I think so you so said put, swerve, swerve, would put be, swerve in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Swerve would be perfect in there. This may be a question that is less related to the current view, but is AEW missing a title that is like a lower mid? that people could contend for or that they could, you know, basically so they, have some sort of thing going I towards. I don't think so. They have the tags. They yeah. have this TNT thing. They right. technically have the ring that MJF wears. Mm-hmm. They right. have their, like, they have a lot of titles. Yeah, yeah I don't think I don't so. think they're missing one. I think they just need to make one of them stand out. I think that TNT right. title, if it was going to be, pardon me, if it was going to be a t- like a television title, it should be on TV every week. Yeah. The yeah. way a television title should be on TV every week. Well, that, yeah, that was like, I think that what they've done with it is that when a face holds it, it's on TV every week and lots of matches are happening. When a heel holds it, they're being overprotective and, and selfish and things like that. They're like classic sort of like, yeah, that that classic sort of way of a champion holding a title. But I yeah, it definitely needs to be on TV more. And I think once they move over to, you know, they have TBS, uh, Dynamite on TBS, and they have Rampage on TNT, and things will fall into place. Now they're also doing the Owen Hart Cup. Yes. 
and so they're we'll doing see. that in the new year. Yeah, so mm. we'll see. What... Which is weird, isn't it? Weird that uh, Kevin Owens' contract runs out in the new year. It's crazy. WWE. Oh no! So does oh no! So, so does and didn't he pick his name? Because his name's Kevin Steen. He's a Montreal yes. boy. But it, 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 didn't he pick Owens because he loves Owen Hart? Oh, didn't no, he name no. his? Didn't he name his son Owen? <laughs> That's very weird. I'm just saying a lot of weird things weird. are happening at the same time. It's very weird. There's also oh. there's also Sami Zayn's contract is yeah. And, and you know, I've heard, I've heard that spicy. I've heard that El Generico might be coming out of retirement. Uh, crazy. <laughs> I don't Johnny. know if they, I don't know if Sammy and Generico have ever had a match, but there's a dream match right there. We should be booking. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny. The Owen, the Owen Hart Cup Finals between Sammy Zayn and El Generico. Who else oh, is there? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. Um, Johnny Gargano is, is ending in two weeks. Yes. Oh my lord. There's a lot. There's a yeah, lot. There's a lot. Of, but I'll say this about Gargano. And uh you can tell me. Let's just sit, take wrestling out of it. You're in a job that's maybe not your favorite thing in the world, mm. but you're making good money mm-hmm. and your wife's pregnant. Yeah. Are you going to leave your job? They apparently apparently they've been offering him a lot, but you know, that's always the dirt sheets saying, yeah. oh, yeah, they offered him a lot. It's like, well, we'll see what happens. But I think the WWE, like, if you're unhappy there, you're going to leave and go somewhere to be happy. Yeah. But if you are happy there, make the money, do whatever. Yeah, you exactly. Know? They're like, we, like, as far as comedy goes, all we've ever known, like Anthony's an improviser, I'm an improviser, all we've never known is there's a way to get paid to do improv and it's to work at second city. Right. <laughs> well, you get to second city and you find out, Oh, it's, we're just cogs in the machine. And like, it is the business end of comedy. They will hire you if you can do the job and you do the job for a while and you make some money. And then you're like, Oh, this isn't, this is work. And you're like, yeah, it's work. No one punches in for fun. This is everybody's yeah. job is a job yeah. and every job has headaches and you either like your job and, take the money to do the job you like, or you do the job you hate for as long as you can. Oh, very true. There's so many parallels between this well, beautiful God. universe. It's all, yeah. it's, it's all half entertainment. The, half the wrestlers are doing comedy on the comedy on the side yeah. now. So it's just stories and there's lots of stories and lots of funny stories. It's That's all, true. it's all entertainment business. It's all yeah. Yeah. the same way. It's all the business. All right, but so Anthony, we have what do set you... up some big events here uh, for our few between uh, Defro and <laughs> and the acclaimed. We have, of course, talked about Swerve going out and uh, doing individual matches to continue to establish himself in the mid card to upper mid card. We have talked about other members uh, of Hit Row, possibly. Uh, Sending out diss tracks. Uh, yes. We're, we're taking turns week after week. We're getting some diss tracks to build up uh, to this eventual, uh, very overbooked uh, 
Anthony Hall special uh, where we play <laughs> a very convoluted improv game for money. Yes. And which is the money, which is yeah. rare in improv anyway. So exactly. <laughs> uh, if, if you play an improv game and you get more than $10 and a beer, you're doing a good improv show, baby. <laughs> I have, pitched, uh, I have pitched a television show where, uh, it's a competition improv show. And if you're kicked off the show, if you're eliminated from the group and you know, there's one, you know, elimination style, uh, if you're eliminated, you have to cough up 20 bucks. Cause that's the most valuable thing for an improviser. And at the end of it all, there's only four contestants, but at the end of it all, you win all the money, 60 whole dollars <laughs> and a presto card with one fare. To That's get right. Home. It's like, it'll get you home. It'll just get you. <laughs> <Yeah>. home. <laughs> one way. Uh, of course, uh, after this uh, cipher, we calculate the money and yes. we wonder, what is this money for? And it is for an eventual street fight where you can enhance your advantage by using the money that you've earned to purchase uh, weapons and legendary treasures. Oh, so they always say there's a pick your poison. This is pay for your poison. OK, oh. there we go. A pay for poison. <laughs> A four poison man. No, not point. Not the band. <laughs> yeah, pay for uh, the band poison. Uh, the lead singer to show up uh, drunk, uh, do a couple of songs, and then we. Start what do they the call match. it? Plunder. Pay for plunder. There you go. It's a plunder <laughs> match because of the weapon. Okay. So we okay. Pay for plunder. Okay. I like that. Uh, all right. So, who goes over? What's the what, what's if the, you're what's booking him here, if you're bringing old NXT WWE, uh, who we beat, who AEW beat into AEW, you got to build, 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 build to have the acclaim go over. Yeah, this is the thing is like it, 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 it's really hard to say like, oh, I think this person should go over this because AEW is very. Uh, there is a little bit of it of like see what the reaction is and then go off of that because if you have hit row death row come into and they just get booed out of the building then it's like well obviously you have to have your homegrown acclaim go over if all of a sudden everybody cheers for these guys it's like huh interesting uh, well yeah haven't they had to rebook malachi black on the fly because of that exact thing like he's somebody that aew crowd was so excited to see and here he comes and kicks the head off cody and they all go yay and then they're like oh no yeah. wait this is not okay we got to fix this yeah yeah <laughs> so yay. it's like who, but i can't imagine you... hit row comes in and they beat up the acclaimed and the crowd goes yay <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> this is then where it's like do we have then uh the acclaimed yeah, the acclaim go over and uh, they're in this like, w like weird midpoint of like, should we then push them as a face or should we push them as or keep them as heel? Because you could it could be that turn of like John Cena, literally like, oh, he comes out and everybody's like, boo, this sucks. We hate it. You're lame. And then all of a sudden he's attacking your your most hated people and everybody goes, yay, make fun of them. We love this. <laughs> But I'm finding AEW does that all the time with like, they just, whoever you want to fight, you're fighting. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. they have to use the old school mentality of like, I'm going to say terrible things about the audience now to let you know that I'm being the bad guy here. Like, yeah. Daniel, or what's his name? Brian Danielson just did it with Paige. Oh, yeah. 
That was such a good segment. It was great, <laughs> it was, but it was like, weren't we cheering you last night? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah. Was, it was quite incredible just to see the instant turn of him coming out and seeing how much the audience is behind Hangman. And like, cool, there's this homegrown guy. Well, not, you know, but but basically homegrown guy who is now a champion and the guy that you've loved for years and years and years comes in and says the word WrestleMania. <laughs> and now we boo him. And now we boo him because <laughs> he, oh. he wants to take the guy that you've been cheering for for the last three years. Um, yeah, it's we're so all damaged individuals. We are just like, ooh, this new person who we love, who has given us this really lovely memory that we've built together. This story, we're growing together, uh, and then our beloved ex, who was the one that got away, the one that was like, what if he came back, and what if he gave us the yes movement that we were just <laughs> enthralled with, that we were infatuated. With. What if he came back and now there's these two people that were from two different parts of my uh, love? These two parts of me pulling at each other, just like, oh, what do I support? Do I support the person who made me love this thing or the person that is currently just giving me all of the satisfaction that I ever dreamed of? Like, what? Is this a Hallmark movie, gentlemen? It is. It, it is. could be. It's called Snowed In for Winter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah. I, and then I think about, I, and then like to go back to, to make it emotional for the uh, acclaimed against death row. Um, you got to have somebody come in. Like if you're talking about rappers or wrestlers that rap, there's a handful of those guys mm-hmm. in the history of wrestling that can make appearances. Yes. In the, in this thing. And I, of course I'm referring to PN news from WCW. But um, one of the best, like, doesn't this just scream John Cena should show up? It really oh. does. Like, I know he's a lifer for WWF, but he's the yeah. most successful rapping wrestler. Our truth is up there as well. But I, I think John Cena is the most successful rapping wrestler. Well, you're, of course, remembering his famous uh, feud against uh, the one and only Kevin Federline. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Feds, K-Fed's got to make an appearance. But think about all the rap stars that love so wrestling. Weird. And you could, AEW yeah. could bring so many of those guys. In. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, yeah, you just, it's, they seem to be very, very good at finding like, oh, you're a wrestling fan? Just come on in. Hold the yeah. belt. Get out in front of the crowd. <laughs> Go sit front row. Yeah. Let's get your picture taken. <laughs> and everybody goes wild. It's great. Yeah. But so then the eventual plan that we're having is that we want the acclaimed to go over. To go over, yes. So then mm-hmm. this is making hit row. You know, with a with AEW, I do love that there is like the mix of like you know they are they have bad guy tendencies but they're kind of good but you know it's that where do you find the line but i feel like then we're making death row be this heel so then is then the eventual goal of against the young bucks meaning that the young bucks turn back to face Mm. eventually i think yes and i of course think that the I think that the Young Bucks are not rappers. No. 
but I really <laughs> would be entertained by the-, <laughs> the diss tracks going back and forth where they're just calling them names and it doesn't rhyme and they're not good at it. Like the comedy of that is too good to pass up. These yeah. two Christian AF boys. <laughs> <laughs> they started with backyard wrestling and going to church. And look yeah. at them now. That's it's too good. It's too good. Especially with how they've presented themselves over the past year of <laughs> just the most ridiculous costumes. Which is perfect for but that's perfect for a rap track. Yeah, that's exactly. Per- they're already dressed like they're in a video. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I think I think that's that's something that we see in the future progression of. Uh, oh, and then you can have groups. It's music oh, videos. Oh, then, boy. You, then you can have Adam Cole and Swerve, which would be great. Hey, now we're talking. Hey, very now nice. we're talking that Swerve and, and the boys, they kind of mm-hmm. come in. But Swerve's got his attention over here. The boys have their attention over here, the tag team. And then when the Young Bucks come in and Cole's with them, that's when Swerve comes back and goes, you don't do that to my boys. And then yeah. they get to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Super Click versus Defro. Another Defro. And it's another uh, <laughs> dream match booking. Uh, oh, my goodness. We have we have gone through so much good stuff today. Um, Oh, geez. It's just flown no, it's, by. I love yeah, it. It's flown by. Um, yeah, we love it's, chopping it's, up wrestling. It's yeah. going to be so interesting to see where the landscape of wrestling continues to go, especially with loads of great free agents. What mm. appearances they'll make, you know, where and and it's what I also think is great is that it's going to expand, not just like, oh, you know, all these stars go to AW, whatever. But it's like Impact and uh, New Japan Strong, too, and even New Japan proper, hopefully, eventually. Well, you know, um, the Indies, there the was indies. a yes, the Indies, too. Uh, but what last uh, yes, it was last night was a uh, turning point for yeah, Impact, Impact. Turning point. and Bronson Reed. Who's now called Jonah showed up on yeah. a turning point and beat up I Josh Alexander. My, I lost so my I mind. Like, I guess he's there now and I'm fine yeah. with it because I really like that guy. Oh yeah. Jonah's great. Jonah's so incredible. Like him showing up in stronger. I was like, Oh, this is perfect. Like it's, that's like a great place for him. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. Anthony messaged me and he says, Jonah just showed up at impact. I went, what? Yeah. <laughs> Watched yeah. It. This time, this time I was the one to message <laughs> yeah. Marty. I was like, Hey, uh, we booked this thing that basically is happening right now. <laughs> yeah, we did an episode a while ago uh, when uh, Jonah got released saying, what was it? It was, uh, is Jonah rock or is, is Jonah the greatest world uh, super heavyweight or a super heavyweight in the world? And it was like him against all the big dudes in uh, indie wrestling. And we basically booked it. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> the best. That? He's yeah. the best. Mm. Although I feel a lot of those for... big, big dudes on the Indies don't go off the top like he does. Don't yeah. have the agility or the speed that he does. I feel bad for Josh Alexander, though. <laughs> uh, I know that they're building him to be like the super baby face, like bring it back. But like lost, had the title for five minutes, lost it to Moose, got beat up. He got beat up uh, at a, like a house show or something or like a TV taping. Uh, by someone coming in and now it's Joda. It's like, oh man. <laughs> All of these obstacles are being placed in his way to get back to the championship that he lost in five minutes. 
Yeah. It's a long <laughs> game, guys. It's a long oh, booking, but it's going to pay yeah. off. That's what we need more of, honestly. Yes, There's yeah. great short bookings, but like great long bookings to follow. Like mm. basically, I, I've said it before. Hangman and Kenny is like one of the best stories of the past. Yes. Five, ten years. It's great. Yeah. And that's super long booking. And it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that just because my absolute favorites of AEW, the Dark Order, are involved tangentially. I love the Dark Order. I love everybody in the Dark Order. I don't Mm. care if they win or lose. They're just very entertaining. Mm -hmm. And that they're friends with Adam Page. Like they were there for (laughs) him when people weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Is the story. And it's wonderful. It's, It's in the depths of his alcoholism and his struggle. Yes, that's right. The Dark Order helped him. Such a yes. wild story. I love. I've, uh, um, yeah, they're incredible. Br- briefly speaking of the indies, Nug, you are the kayfabe commissioner of Greektown Wrestling. Yes, um, on the Danforth in Toronto. Yes, yes. Uh, it's a really, really fun show. Amazing. Would recommend whenever it comes back. Yes, for people Highly to go check it, it out. Um, is there someone who has been uh, either? made available by the WWE or somebody who could be available to be brought into Greek town that is on your list. Like what's your top three that you would love to see enter that church in Greek town and put on a show. We've been super lucky that a lot of people that are on the radar now have already been through Greek town. I have to say uh, one of the big ones is Daniel Garcia who's showing mm-hmm. up on AEW a lot, has a new t-shirt uh, like that. He's there is fantastic. Garcia is one of my absolute favorites. I, I know him. We're friends. He's been to Greek town. He's been to Barry wrestling where I've also done stuff. He's very, very good. Mm-hmm. And he's so young and you yeah. can just, like, I, I only see him getting better and better and better. And he's old school. He's like a wrestler. He will tie you in a pretzel. He's that kind of guy. And I love him. <laughs> um, uh my absolute favorite and i don't know if he was on your super heavyweight list or not uh i, I love puff go puff go i, mm-hmm. I puff is, puff is <laughs> fantastic um and then there's a lot of guys that have come through for one or two matches uh through greek town uh a lot of the guys that i really like right now i've i've worked with closely because i know how hard they work and um i like mark wheeler a lot i like jesse v a lot i like pretty ricky a lot i like holden albright a lot i like von vertigo and i like gabriel fuerza and then the uh alexia nicole and jody threat we've had them both at greek town uh allison mm. k we've had through greek town there's just so so many but if i dream match wise i really want some of the guys that not hit row, but some of the more recent releases. Like I really liked Shane Thorne when Shane Thorne was yeah. in NXT as Shane Thorne. Yeah. Him and the guy that's Duke Hudson right now in uh, NXT 2.0, he's mm-hmm. a big dude and they're both oh, yeah. Australian and they're pals, you know, and they, and, and they're friends with Jonah. They're friends with, um, uh, buddy Matthews, I guess is his name now. Um, right. Like bring me buddy, bring me buddy Matthews. Bring him into Greek town. Give me a match with uh, him. Put him up against. Uh, let me give John Atlas a shout out. Let me get Lionel Knight out there. Like there's a lot of Canadian oh, yeah. dudes that I'd like to see mix it up with these guys. Uh, I really want to have 2.0 in as a tag team for a tag match. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I really <laughs> like right. those guys. Oh, yeah. So um, awesome. 
when oh, they, uh, tr- they drive me wild, but I love them. They, they went, uh, <laughs> they're so good at pissing you off. <laughs> Matt Martell used to wrestle as Big Magic, and he would mm. he would come through. And <laughs> Big Magic is the best, and so I love I love 2.0. I would love to see them come in. Uh, but give me I would love Jonah. Look, give me Jonah. Oh yeah, I just want Jonah. Um, I just can't wait for these indies to get going. I want to see like a war of words between 2.0 and RJ city and whoever yeah. RJ wants to have as a tag partner. If he can, <laughs> if RJ can coexist with even himself, that's one thing But oh to give God. him a partner to go up against 2.0. You there'd hurt. barely be a match. It would just be all talking. It'd be so oh, good. Hurts my oh, brain. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. If, if Jonah came to Greek town, I would pop crazy yeah oh, i'd pop so hard course. for that yes put yes. put jonah in a cage match with hardcore channing decker and just print money why don't you there's that <laughs> i have that Jesus. argument all the time where it's like decker should be nowhere near the title he should just have the craziest hardcore matches and they exist as they are and he is the hardcore champ of Greektown without a title and let him do that and then we have other people that can write fight for the title mm-hmm. i still think it was one of the funniest things when rj city won the title at greek town and just turned it into a miss america sash <laughs> and he just wore of the course. sash of it was he just he waved did. it was fantastic God uh, RJ. much easier to carry through <laughs> yeah. an airport than a title just a sash true <laughs> he was My being God. very pragmatic and also it is you know right on brand for uh, I've been with him at indie shows where he wins a title and says to the owner, like, can I leave this here? I don't have to take this with me. Do I? Uh, good times ah, great times god damn it uh, i love it that's you know what you book you get rj on this show he'll book the whole I'd love to i would just, he'll book I'd, everything give him a call he'll do it back and just yeah. eat popcorn and just watch yeah, yeah. his story go. his stories are insane his like uh, he told his tryout story on the new days podcast and it's the greatest his NXT tryout story is the <laughs> yes. greatest yeah um, yes. oh my god <laughs> he's just so like it, I love he did that big special on the network and then he did an interview with Kevin Owens and Kevin comes on and goes, do you work here now? And RJ goes, I work around. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that like, that's the the kind of thing when you, when you are the general manager, they, the, the bookings get made. I don't, I wish I, I'm the kayfabe general manager. I'm like, I was doing ring announcing. I would have to announce what all the matches were for the next show. So they might as well just put some authority on me and let me come out and announce the matches and let somebody like I'll host, I'll come out and welcome everybody, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But the ring announcer is the ring announcer. And I should, Mm. I can do that. But then backstage now I'm still busy. Like I'm, I'm timing and realizing we got three minutes left and the next two Mm. guys aren't standing by so i have to run back to the dressing room go you two two minutes let's go like i'm still i'm stage managing now yeah i can't Um, imagine how chaotic an indie show is behind the scenes though were you at the one were you at the one when shane douglas came uh no i was not at the shane douglas so the The show that i went to started and shane douglas had not appeared had not showed up (laughs) and we knew he was coming late but we didn't know when and so it was going to be shane douglas against i think jock sampson and so Jock mm. was like, well, I guess I'm going to go out and cut a promo for 15 minutes. Like, and we're like, yeah, go ahead. That's exactly what these people want. They want to see Jock Sampson come out and talk anyway. So Jeez. Jock's literally walking out the curtain and here comes Shane. And Shane goes, aren't I fighting you? He goes, yeah, I'm going out right now. He goes, waste five minutes. I'll be right there. Yeah. They didn't talk about the match. They didn't. So Jock just waste, waste time. And then they hit the music and Shane came out and they uh, improv the whole thing. 
That's incredible. And it was fantastic. And then they got backstage. It's like, hi, I'm Shane. Like they didn't have a chance. (laughs) I still, one of my favorites was when Ricky Steamboat was there and we got to do some really fun stuff in the ring with Steamboat and RJ and uh, Dick Decker. But uh, backstage, uh, there's beverages backstage and everybody's like (laughs) waiting till their match is over to drink a beer. And Ricky doesn't have a match. So Ricky's got one beer, but I think it took him four hours to drink his one beer. He's just little sips, little Mm. sips. And he was sitting there and there were two wrestlers. I can't remember who they were, but they were, they had their whole thing figured out. Their whole match was figured out right to the very end. Like, how does this, how do we get from that to the end? How do we do this? Mm -hmm. And Steamboat's sitting right there. (laughs) And and Steamboat had, I'm like, ask, <laughs> literally it's he's like, right there not doing anything ask him but steve could see that they they saw him but also don't want to bother him yeah exactly because it's ricky steamboat and steamboat just stood up and goes boys and they go oh. and he goes you do this you do this you do this that's it and they go oh, that's it wow and like and yep. then he just sat down oh. and just kind of <laughs> his beer. Yeah. i was like this god you could see like he wanted them to ask yeah, and exactly. they were scared to ask. And then he just stood up and said, try this. And they were like, oh, my God, it's the greatest. That's he was so, so great. Oh, that's love. That's, but that's the most that for me. That's the most fun thing about being the general manager at Greek town is the fans have a good time. We sell a ton of merch for the mm-hmm. wrestlers. And if you like you said before, if you, if you love a wrestler, support the wrestler, you don't necessarily yeah. need to support the brand they're on. You can support the wrestler. Um, and there's a million ways to do that. But mm-hmm. that we get to have the stars of tomorrow today, which I always joke about. You don't have to wait that extra day. That's an old Norm McDonald <laughs> line. But um, but you get to see the stars before they happen. Really, you get to figure out who's big or in the in the area. You can find out like, when you buy merch from a guy. You can find out. Oh, he's also wrestling here. He's in Barrie. He's in Mississauga. Yep. He's in Etobicoke, like or Hamilton. There's all these little leagues all over the place. And also, then there's usually some big name they get to bring in that triggers your memory you know for the ecw guys we had the blue median that was the greatest day blue median was oh, the fantastic he's the greatest uh we've so had cool. hacksaw jim duggan in. it's so mm-hmm. fun to have these guys come in yeah uh that's my favorite part of it is that i kind of get to be involved in, and because i'm an actor they're like you can speak can you be in the ring and do stuff with him <laughs> and i go yeah i yeah. can what do you want because a lot of the other guys <laughs> a lot of the wrestlers can't that's the I've yeah. been teaching some improv to some wrestlers um, so that they get better on the microphone, not just better on the microphone. That's reps, but like have yeah. an idea of who you are. And so one of the things I've had them do is this is your character that you want to portray. Get up here, and cut a promo as that character. So then they do it. And then I turn around to the rest of the guys that are there and I go, did you believe any of that? Yeah. And they go, no. Yeah. No, well, what do we have to do to fix that? It's one thing to be physically you know uh at the top of your game to be able to do all the crazy stuff in a match but and be you know have your ring awareness have the psychology of how a match plays out but then part of it is portraying the character to the audience and having them believe that what you're saying is a hundred percent true and if you don't believe who you are if you don't give it a hundred percent and make me believe i'm not going to believe you no exactly Wow. That's so cool. I love I'm really excited for the indie scene to get back, explode and just get to see crazy 
matches that you never see on TV. There's a big show coming <laughs> up in uh, Barry. Uh, they do a big Christmas show every year, and there's always a big charity component. And they're doing a one. It's a Saturday, I think, and they're doing a one thirty in the afternoon free show with a mm. donation to whatever the charity that they're helping out. And then that show ends at three thirty, four o'clock. It'll only be a few matches, yeah. and then their actual show starts at five thirty. And so you can actually come to the free one with a donation, buy a ticket, stick around for the next one, and you'll see different matches, different yeah. people wrestling and stuff. But the Christmas show is always a good time. And I know that Puff and Pretty Ricky are having a jingle all the way match, which I assume means Turbo Man is on a pole. But I don't. we don't have any confirmation. Uh, we don't have any confirmation as to what a jingle all the way match is. That's amazing. If there's an actual Turbo wow. Man. Oh yeah. Sweet Jesus. That's <laughs> that's beautiful. That's awesome. Well, that's a that's a book and bid stipulation. Oh, pretty. absolutely. That's, that's, that's anything on a pole. <laughs> yeah, anything on a pole. Oh, beautiful. Anything on a pole is Oh my god, that's it. The acclaimed <laughs> and uh death row record Mike contract on a pole. On a pole. Oh. <laughs> Recording contract. Let's just add that match in there last minute. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Beautiful. And, and oh, the losers have to be the backup singers. Oh, huge. <laughs> oh, uh, man. You said we'd figure it out uh, on the fly. We did. Uh, we and, did. We always do. and we did. We really did. And it's it's primetime entertainment. Love it. Well, thank you very much, Nug, for having us. Uh, uh, as always, at the end of our episodes, um, uh, we like to do a match recommendation. So a match that... We will. We recommend to the audience like go watch this match. Either it's something that you're hot on right now, your favorite match of all time, something that you've seen recently or remembered recently that uh, sparked a lot of joy. So, do you have a match just off the top of their head that you would want people to go and see? Um, yes. Uh, yes, I do. It's. I want to say it's WrestleMania Nine. So, okay. uh, for for some of your listeners uh, and people who like the show there were things that happened in the single digits of WrestleManias mm-hmm. that you might not know. Some people just got into wrestling and they're 24 and they think, Oh my God, I know everything. And I'm like, <laughs> go, no, do your history. Um, WrestleMania nine. Uh, it's criminally underlooked, but it's uh, the Kona crush uh, versus doink the clown. I cannot recommend crush versus doink at WrestleMania nine enough. It's, it's the absolute best of garbage WWE. Oh man. <laughs> Overbooked, overproduced, overgimmicked. It's it's not for a title, it's not for anything. It's about Crush fighting a clown. It, Amazing. It's wonderful. I was about to say when you're like WrestleMania 9, I'm like, that's the one where it was uh outside uh and it was all uh caesar's palace caesar's palace yeah it was all themed and stuff that's incredible oh, and hey i could recommend undertaker against giant gonzalez on yeah. that show as well but i'm going with doink and crush a lot, a lot happened on <laughs> that show and that's why i was like wait a minute what <laughs> a lot happened on that show that's crush. a whole show you need to watch just to go how did they do this yeah crush like i think when i think wrestlemania doink. 2 wrestlemania 2 happened in three cities yeah. And so they did the first part in New York, the second part in Chicago, the third part part in LA. And you don't think that like when you're sitting at home, you're watching it the whole thing on TV. Yeah. But when you think about it live, New York watched uh half a show. 
And then they turned on the screens and they watched the next three hours of WrestleMania on a screen. Chicago watched the first hour on a screen, (laughs) then watched something live and then watched the second hour on the screen. And LA watched the first two and a half hours of screen and then watched live. So weird. (laughs) Incredible idea, but like, Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> it's too so, much. But yeah, so my, my recommendation is Doink Against Crush at WrestleMania 9. Worth that's incredible. 100% Definitely, definitely going to go watch that because beautiful. that's going to be weird and such a trip. It's awesome. very weird. Well, thank you very much, Doug, for joining. Oh, thanks it's for having me, guys. Talking. Anytime. And I'll put in a good word with RJ for you so you can get him on the show. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> that will be probably the most entertaining thing <laughs> he'll have oh, he'll yeah. have both fed both major feds booked for you in 20 yeah. seconds i'm just i'll just introduce <laughs> the pot i'll just introduce the episode and go all right rj you go here's <laughs> okay. the thing well here's the thing and that's how they'll start <laughs> oh man um nug plug anything that you want uh it's oh. fun listening to you talk about wrestling and uh your thoughts and everything is there anywhere where people can go and do, listen to more of you oh sure you it. can listen to me on a whole bunch of things i'll promote uh illusionoid is a improv podcast i do with paul bates and lee smart we haven't done one for a long time but we uh start with a title and then improvise a twilight zone style episode of uh horror and mystery and sci-fi which is always fun um and uh you follow me on twitter at nugnargang on twitter at nugnargang on instagram and i do a lot i do uh he's right i do play a lot of board games uh and uh sitting at home with a uh, quiet baby uh we tend to play very quiet board games we try and just keep <laughs> it low. uh right now Ra- uh, my daughter's name is Roz, and Roz does not pay attention to wrestling at all until the women come on and then she looks at the screen and is like, oh, and I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, OK. Well, I guess we're going to get her into judo, uh, <laughs> le- learn how to throw people around properly. So I'll just call. Uh, yeah, I'll call Santino and tell her to get her into judo. Oh, perfect. <laughs> awesome. Amazing. Well, as always, if you enjoy what we do here at Unknown Air, you can check out everything that we do online at UE underscore films, our streams, YouTube, all that fun stuff. You can follow myself on Twitter, Instagram at Barton underscore minute. You can follow Mr. Anthony Hall at Hall and jokes on Instagram and Twitter. And Nug, thank you again for joining. Yes. Thank you very much for what listening. Time. Thank you very much for listening and or watching. Go watch some wrestling. Have yourself a good one. Keep being excellent. And we'll see you next time. Too sweet.